why is it that when it comes to black history we only ever learn about three things and it's usually just obviously slavery malcolm x and like martin luther king like it actually just it really actually infuriates me like Mm -hmm. on a different type of level and i think even just the fact that when we celebrate quote celebrate sorry black history month it's only ever in october and it's just like it's even an insult it suggests that black history is so little that it can just about fill up one month when it's not even the case because even um yesterday in preparation for this episode whatever i read um my dad's got this book and it's called 100 amazing facts about the negro right so i'm reading this yeah and it's got like all these different facts and like these facts about black people are insane so i picked um so i picked some of like the most kind of standout ish facts for me fact number one is benjamin banakar by the way these are all quotes from um the book a negro astronomer made the first clock in america in 1754 wow that's what i mean number two beethoven was without a doubt a dark mulatto he was called the black spaniard but do you remember on twitter there was that thing where people found out that beethoven was black but there i didn't take thing. it seriously i didn't know it was real i like... took it serious I, like, listen, it's <laughs> i didn't know i did it i just kind of like i just was like what he was actually black but now you're telling me i'm like wow so are they saying he's mixed race then? Yeah, that's what a mulatto typically is. But it says mm-hmm. a, it says a dark mulatto. So yeah, I'm guessing like mixed race or like had some type of mixed heritage and was just what? dark skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, three, the Grimaldi or Grimaldi, excuse my pronunciation, a Negro race lived in Europe as late as 12,000 years ago. Wow. Like, don't get me wrong, black people, we, we, we come from Africa. Like, let's not be silly. However, mm-hmm. there was groups of us everywhere. Like, for real. Let's for actually not real. be silly. Um, fact four. Um, Pharaoh Khufu, also known as Cheops, a Negro, built the Great Pyramid of Giza, one of the seven wonders of the world. And to be honest, like, I don't know why... I don't know why people actually think Egyptians back then were white. I think it's just so crazy. Because even if you look at the Sphinx, yeah, they carved off that thing's nose because it had, quote, a black nose. They- <laughs> like... <laughs> Why are we being silly? Egyptians weren't white back then. Aren't like, Egyptians Nilotic people, especially back then? That as in they listen, come from the Nile. Like I'm a bit confused. Like listen, they listen, they they just weren't white. And I'm sick of this whole whitewashing of Egypt in history. Like it's it's just foolish. But anyway. Please. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me even Carry on. Um five. The most ancient lineage in the world is the Ethiopian royal family. Older pop, than pop, that pop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Older- <laughs> Older than that of King George the Sixth by six thousand years, Emperor Selassie One traced ancestry back to King Solomon and Queen Sheba. Like, you come, like why is it? Why are we not learning about this? But we're learning about flipping why Henry the Eighth killed off half of his wives or whatever. Like, sorry, but let <sighs> me leave or not. I'm getting a bit too excited. Couple, <laughs> a couple wives got emmed off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Number six, Imhotep of ancient Egypt was the real father of medicine and was worshipped in Rome as the prince of peace in the form of a black man. Didn't learn about that. Uh, (laughs) Seven, Hannibal Barca or Hannibal Barker, sorry about the pronunciation, um, was the greatest military strategist of all time and was a full-blooded Negro. And this is funny because I studied um, Hannibal at GCSE in ancient history. And like this guy, I kid you not, is was just mm. a military genius. So much so that he still studied to this day for his tactics. Wow, that that's crazy. That I that's did not know that. Wow, that's what I mean. So like this guy, so what he did was, um, uh, he crossed the Alps with a bunch of elephants and his army got ambushed by some Gauls, and they're basically um, wow, what what were Gauls? Gauls were like French. I think they were French, but they were French like 
random tribes or whatever got ambushed mm-hmm. by them like this guy almost brought rome to its knees but then he got defeated by um scipio africanus at the battle of zama or zama or whatever and he lost wow. but like this guy was just a genius that like in terms of when it came to um battling the romans or whatnot like mm-hmm. he would just outsmart them in every type of way but he just lost mm-hmm. that one flipping battle mm-hmm. and then yeah just all flops oh but um gosh. I think even in terms of that, like there's definitely more to this story because um, with it's, it's almost like a famous quote that history is written by the victors. So mm. because obviously Rome beat Carthage, which is where Hannibal was from, all the records of Hannibal stuff has obviously been like eradicated. I get race. you. So, I get you. Mm. So you kind of only hear the story from like a Roman perspective, but it'd be very, very interesting to hear it from a, like, a Carthaginian mm. perspective, like from this side, because boy, like this is always like interesting to me. But anywho, so um, last fact. <laughs> in these are interesting. Th- they are. In 1538, Askia the Great, Emperor of Songhai, ruled an empire that stretched from the Atlantic to Lake Chad and was larger than um, Western Europe. And, this, and the capital of this was Timbuktu. Wow. Like, this is just a lot to digest. And this is just eight mm-hmm. facts out of the 100. I just think, like, why are we not taught this? Because all we are taught is that, oh, um, black people were kidnapped from Africa and sold mm-hmm. as slaves. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then Martin Luther King came along, tried to end racism, and so did Malcolm X. Oh, and, and, and he died. did. And he did race, um, end racism, in quotes. That's and it. no longer racism no longer exists. I can't help but feel, yeah, the, the black history is one only seen through a white lens but mm-hmm. two um it's what is most important is how black people are kind of like it's 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 when it's within a white sphere do you get what i mean black yeah. history doesn't exist outside the white sphere like our curriculum mm-hmm. is inherently eurocentric we've been knowing that do you know what i mean mm-hmm. but just to, just to think yeah it gives the impression that african society or black society started in the 1800s that's the starting point and it ended with african-american slaves and slaves in the caribbean please 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 how how do you expect black children to to just accept this that's what i mean like i think it's just it's just appalling that even just having um having black history separate from quotes i don't want to say white history but yeah you know what i mean like quote Mm -hmm. white history it's just like black history is just history as is white history is just regarded as history it should mm-hmm. be like integrated and it's just like i have no no offense i have no interest in learning about henry the eighth on why he killed off all his wives and founded a new religion because of it do you know what i mean <laughs> that no, 100 that I, it's not that i don't have an interest in it but i guess when i was in primary school and whatnot yeah i find it quite interesting then it gets to a point where it's just like okay cool i'm like, i'm hearing about i'm constantly hearing about these white kings these white kings and queens and and um european conquests or whatever but I'm not hearing anything that kind of relates back to me now and it's just like where like what's my history where do I fit into this like how can I relate to this because I really cannot cannot relate to a white guy killing off all of his wives do you know what I mean so 100% and you know I think a lot of people especially these quote-unquote well I want to say patriots slash nationalists will be like, well, this is the UK, this is England, this is, you know, it should Mm -hmm. be reflective of the history. But I think people are forgetting that Britain's history is so intertwined with colonialism. So how Mm. many um, West Indian people fought in the war? How many Indian people fought in World War One, in World War Two? Sorry. And I was just, and it just kind of infuriates me because it's so dismissive of the people who've contributed to, to building Britain and, you know, people are forgetting that people in the West Indies 
and in India, they weren't just colonial subjects. They were British citizens. People forget Mm. this. They had British passports, came to the UK and were faced with, you know, shock when they weren't treated as British citizens. They were told they pled their allegiance to the Queen. So this is their history as well, and and their place should be should be represented. It, it's it's not fair to to just simply assume and just kind of gloss over things like the Windrush or even did I, did you learn about apartheid in school? Um, I don't remember learning about apartheid. You know, I don't. One really, uh, to Nelson Mandela, he said. Yeah, it wasn't in like prison. a thing where we learned about it properly. Like I just remember it being mentioned, but that was kind yeah. of just it. It wasn't like. I didn't know an- the ANC was seen as a terrorist organization. I didn't get taught any of that, yes, which is crazy. But yeah, sorry, carry um, carry on. No, but it's just like a whole load of things that we just don't get taught, and even like the whole like the Beethoven fact, mm. like the fact like saying that he was a um quote a dark mulatto, and he was also called the black Spaniard. If you look at pictures of Beethoven, he looks white. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like he's always depicted as a white guy. Mm-hmm. I just think that's just so. I think it's just so crazy how like history can be kind of just almost just be rewritten mm-hmm. because why like why would you actually whitewash the fact that he was a white guy well to be fair i know why because he was like, arguably like the greatest musician of all time mm-hmm. and it's just like the thought of the greatest musician of all time being um of an of like black heritage or being mixed or whatever it doesn't fit mm-hmm. the agenda yeah they can't like, accept just... it because then they would have to accept that black black people so quote unquote would have to be of of some do you know what i mean of some reason of some of yeah. some intelligence, do you get what I mean? Yeah, it's just that, and it and it's that whole idea of obviously like white supremacy, like it's it's actually all of that, and it feeds into everything. Like it's not even a joke, and even like the whole Egyptian thing, like the the whole Sphinx and having its nose carved off. Mm-hmm. There's been so, there's so many like things like that in Egypt where like they have era- purposely erased mm-hmm. artifacts or got rid of stuff because it's baked that these people were actually black. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when you watch, t- if you watch like a TV show or a film, whatever, and it's set in ancient Egypt, you'll see all these Egyptians being white. And it's not even the case. Like, I just, I don't know why people thought that back then white people were in Egypt. Like, 100%. It, 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 it doesn't make sense. And I guess like the whole thing is like, even like Cleopatra, or whatever, that whole argument. Because I see why uh, it's tight that whole argument. Because I see why people say that she wasn't black. And to be fair, I don't think she necessarily was black mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. to say that she this this woman was white it's just so stupid like i can't even lie mm-hmm. to you like, it just makes no sense but i think it, it comes from the fact that her line or like her dynasty so her dad was ptolemy and like the the whole ptolemy or ptolemic dynasty mm-hmm. is that what it's called ptolemic i think so yeah the whole ptolemic <laughs> dynasty started way back when ptolemy won um ptolemy one so or ptolemy so or one or whatever he was a general basically okay. so i'm going a bit of a tangent I'm a bit of no a I, this is this, this is interesting sis so come on educate yeah, me please um alexander the great or mm-hmm. alexander of macedon as he's also known he was a roman general i think well he mm-hmm. wasn't roman he was from macedon but you know what i mean but mm-hmm. he um he conquered he was famous for conquering india basically before he was at like, 30 he conquered oh, them wow. like a serious achievement then he died or whatever and then obviously the parts that he conquered had to get divided up between his his generals. Mm-hmm. So Egypt was given to Ptolemy Sota, and that's how it all started. So okay. and then obviously like had a wife, they had children, had children, had children, had children, or whatever. And in this kind of like family line, um, all the boys were called Ptolemy, and yeah, they were all called Ptolemy, and there might have been another other name, but I don't know. But all the girls were either called Cleopatra, um, Arsinoe. Oh, there was another. I feel like there's another name. I want to say Berenice, but I'm not even sure about that. Your knowledge, by the way, is 10 10. Like, we love to Listen, see it. Listen, I love the Oh my gosh. But, um, 
yeah so it's just that so she came from that lineage of like that I guess like Romany or Greeky type lineage or whatever mm-hmm. so I see why people would be like oh yeah she's not black and I do agree she wasn't black however like I feel like she was I just thought she was just mixed with something because like there's no way you can be fully fully mm. fully white in Egypt mm. you know what I'm saying <laughs> and also I feel like Cleopatra as well she's so underrated like people just think oh she was mm. just the last pharaoh of Egypt or whatever and she died by getting um bit by a snake on the tit or whatever getting poisoned oh I didn't even know that one you know that's what I mean sis was a genius like she was one of the only Mm. like um Ptolemies that could read and write in I think in Egyptian and Greek or whatever she was a polyglot like she could speak multiple languages as well that she was so intelligent and even like as a political figure sis was genius like people are understanding it because the Romans yeah the mm-hmm. Romans, what they did was they hated, they were really like, they were xenophobic, so they hated any foreigners. And the fact mm. that Cleopatra had two Roman generals, obviously she was with Julius Caesar, mm-hmm. or whatever, had his had his son, little Caesarian, or whatever, mm-hmm. he got killed off. And then she was with Mark Antony, years mm. later, had his twins, and like, he used to gift her land and buy her all this stuff. And obviously wow. the Romans were like, what the hell? We don't like foreigners. Yeah, why, are yeah. you like, why are you treating this Egyptian bitch like she's a queen? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> No, it's true. That's what they all used to think. Are you being like, serious? It's actually a thing. Yeah, like the Romans were proper, like they were proper xenophobic, and they proper hated her. And obviously, like she had beef with um, Octavian, who who later became Emperor Augustus and stuff like that. And yeah, like this, your knowledge, of, your knowledge is is TT. No, like I this love, is sick. I love ancient history. Like it's not even a joke. Like I wish I could get more books on it because I haven't even really studied it too. So I studied it at GCSE, but I loved it that much that I like. I've of kind course. of just you've gone that above read, and beyond. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of read around a little bit, and the knowledge is a little bit rusty. But you know what I'm saying. But yeah, even sick. learning just stuff like that. Why don't we ever learn that? Why is it always just the same thing? Like the whole, the whole Battle of Hastings, ten sixty six, King Henry the Eighth, um, and whatnot. I really and truly like even like World War One and World War Two. I feel like that's kind of important to learn. I'll allow World War One and World War Two, but however, mm. we can't forget the Black and Indian individuals that took part in, in um, such events. For sure, literally. So, yeah. I feel like I was chatting bare then, but sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, the whole time I was literally just like. Like I was stunned. Like I didn't, cause I don't, I don't know any, I don't know any of this. Like, and it's sad that I don't know any of this. Like, it's really, really sad. Like, for example, yeah, like it's so basically, I'm in my third year of uni now, and um, I think maybe just because we're like becoming more academic and more critical, this is the first time I've really seen the effects of colonialism and how honestly it's just appalling, just absolutely disgusting Honestly. how colonialism has just seeped into every single bit of international law of British society. It's it's intrinsic to, to all of these systems. Like for I, I can give you an example, yeah. Like international um economic law or international law, like the way it's written, it's obviously going to be written by those with power. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. The whole ideas of self-determination, who can become a state, it it, it like it, it just it just angers me so much like for example yeah um colonialism we never really taught it apart from the whole idea of britain gave civilization to the rest of the world <laughs> it's uh, so insulting do you it's get what so i mean insulting. and um there's this i can't remember the name of this guy but he's kind of like the father of international law and um basically he's the father of like justifying war why why war is justified and it was basically on the basis of well this is him he said it's because they're kind of like saving them from um like basically like from eternal damnation because they're not christians do you get what i mean so yeah but then a a lot of like scholars would also argue yeah that that because these people didn't have reason and they didn't have intellect 
it kind of justified them to to go and conquer. Like there's this term terra nullius, right? And they use this term for so many different parts of the world. Australia being one of them, despite and terra nullius, and terra nullius translates to um, like roughly um, um, like a, a, basically a land where no one lives. Mm. But there was millions of people who lived there. And do you know, do you get what I mean? And it's, just um, it, it just makes me so irate. Like I get so angry just thinking about it. It's it's the audacity for me. It's the audacity for me. Like no, it actually is. It yeah. actually is. And this whole thing of just like even like the discovery of places. Like you see, like there's that whole um, what's his name? What's my Christopher name? Columbus? Christopher Columbus. How oh. he discovered uh, America and whatnot. I was thinking you cannot discover a place like where people were already living. I think like, the indigenous America... people knew it existed way before Christopher Columbus did. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like there's just this this whole like. I don't want to say, I don't want to say like white savior complex, but like, you know, say what it is. You're it's, right. Is there it like, is a white savior is complex. Like, it, it isn't it. It's just yes, like, it where, is. what they'll do is they'll just, or I, I, we're I'll bringing civility. Is. We're bringing reason. Yeah. We're, 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 we're saving them. Yeah. We'll come from Europe, come with all their flipping diseases, go over to a native land that's, that's flourishing. They have their own civilization mm-hmm. doing their own thing. Give them the flipping common cold and plague or whatnot and kill them mm-hmm. off and then mm-hmm. go take everything back. You're, you're speaking it right. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It no, actually just real. on a whole different real. level. Like, I can actually feel that anger just coming, coming up in my body. Like, so like, um, just like, there's so many different things that just annoy me. Like, it's just you know when you've got so many ideas in your head yeah and it's just like there's just so much we could dissect it like even just colonialism in general like the effects to to so firstly what i want to say is yeah if we can um can continue with this dichotomy of um that the west were saviors and africa was in need and um, if it wasn't for the white man africans will still be living in huts and even though they're not really better off they're still better off than they what what than what they would have been if we yeah. continue with that yeah that obviously has that continues this negative perception of africa and basically mm-hmm. the global south but i think what people continue to forget is yeah that essentially these colonizers came over i'm going to just speak about africa because obviously that's what's relevant to this context came over yeah. to africa um amalgamated these different tribes together and then called them a state mm-hmm. and now you're now it's what hundreds of years later and now you're asking why tribalism is a problem when you've put people who are maybe 84 94 100 like different national um, basically different tribes different nationalities different customs you've just forced them together and now a lot of the problems like corruption bribery tribalism that have come out of that that you've you've placed it there. You've put this imposition of a Western idea of a state into the um onto these people, and now you're now you're kind of ignoring them. Like, let's even talk about why are West African countries still paying money to France? Can we talk yeah, about colonial that? colonial tax? Like, yeah, how crazy that is! Like, <sighs> I cannot out. believe I cannot believe that's actually a thing. Colonial tax, Mom. like. No, it's too crazy. And I feel like a lot of European countries, like France, England, Spain, Portugal, they have to actually answer for their crimes. Like, I'll go as far as saying flipping reparations at this point, because boy, when you realise mm-hmm. that the damage that these countries have done to all these other um to all these other countries, like Africa, or that's not even a country, but continent, sorry. Yeah, like yeah, Africa, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like the Caribbean and even like um parts of like South America and whatnot, like Brazil, all of that. It's mm-hmm. just like it's not a joke. Like these people actually went over there, like to all of those places intentionally. Like 
with the hope to actually um, brainwash a whole bunch of people and just then just get them to just follow orders and then just it's kind mad. of break them to the point where like they would take away. I don't want to say like, take away their religion, but it's obviously like yeah. force like force Christianity. They did. They they forced Christianity in, I mean. in West Africa. They, that's what I mean. They forced it onto people. Not to say that obviously like um, there wasn't any African Christians, but what, but I feel like what Europeans did was they went over there and they used Christianity to justify slavery and things like that. Yeah. Like, they first came as missionaries. They first came as missionaries. Mm. Let's not that's forget. That's what I mean. And you know that's what? what I mean. there, there's, this, there's this scholar, yeah, and I kind of wrote about him in my essay, and he argues that decolonization didn't actually bring liberation. But what it did was it legitimized the post-colonial state so it legitimized those colonial borders, but the actual people, like the actual indigenous people, the actual tribal people, it didn't really change anything for them. It just changed who was um, at the top. African elites have been like been benefiting from colonization, in it. Sorry, it's mm-hmm. quite so it's, it's a blanket statement, in it. But um, it's it's decolonization, yeah. Because we we obviously I'd, we might have to take this bit out. Because the way I'm saying it so blanketly, I'm just assume I, I'm just given um, assuming that so many things are taken for granted, isn't it? But um, decolonization, obviously, an amazing process. Da, 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 like it brought it brought. Um, do you know what I mean? Like um, pe- freedom to an extent, but I don't think we should be thanking the West or thanking Britain. No, at no, all. we're not. I don't, at do you know what it is? I'm even shouting, so I'm even shouting in my bedroom. <laughs> like, you, you, for real, the way we've got angels, honestly, I can't even speak. But, um, it's just things like the whole thing of oh, like as if to say, um, like you see that whole thing of oh, black people should be grateful for living in England or whatnot. And it's just the like, same the England, whole, the oh, same England that was built. Exactly the same by, England that don't even mm. flipping like me. Like oh, we should all be grateful um, that that we're not in slavery. We should be grateful that England's like the least racist country. We shouldn't be grateful for any. I'm sorry, I should. I don't have to be grateful. I'm really Period. sorry. I do not actually have to be grateful. And this whole thing of just like oh yeah, it's Stockholm um, syndrome. Sorry, I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be grateful and fall in love with my colonizer. You're mad. Are you crazy? And that's You're what mad. people want. And it's actually really, really, really scary. Like, it's not even a joke. And it's just, like, it's so ingrained into society that, um, that you know, we should kind of be grateful that, you know, slavery might have even advanced us because it took us out of Africa and we went to hey. more, like, westernised hey. countries and hey. we learned English and, and, and whatnot. It's so it's so insulting. It's such an insult. And it just, it's, it's just so annoying that people just think that, oh, that if it wasn't for slavery, like Africans obviously wouldn't be out of Africa and they wouldn't be in America, or, like we wouldn't be over here in England or like in the Caribbean or whatnot. But it's just like, why couldn't they just leave us alone? Like, for real. For leave real. us to flourish in our own little civilizations and societies. Like, why couldn't they just leave us alone? Like, why, why was it like, why was money kind of like the root of it? That's why I say money is actually the root of all types of evil. 100%. Because, 100%. Because it's just all just for money. Like you're actually going, you're actually leaving your home even your home continent to go to another continent to go and kidnap people to go rape them kill them um, and then to go and, sell them ra- and rape the continent of its natural resources and minerals to f- to fuel your environmentally hazardous um um, um do you know what i mean your energy mm. resources i just oh I'm, i need to take heart- five i need to no, take five no it's heart breaking to, to, to just think about it and it's just not taught in school because you know it is if it was to be taught in school you'd see that europeans were the bad guys at one point in history they were like, i don't know why we need to like kind of just not 
kind of like tiptoe around it and think that oh okay Britain did have a role in slavery ha ha he he they did do that but then um also Britain ended it it's almost as if to say Britain started slavery just so that so, just so that it could have the satisfaction of saying oh yeah Britain also ended it do you know what I mean for real, it's for just real, like for real. it's just that type of foolishness and it's just like we need to stop treading around it so lightly like, let's actually be real and brutally honest like what we're talking school about slavery is nowhere near as bad as what it actually was I do not care what anyone has to say what we're talking about all we're talking about is the fact that yeah um these Africans, they were kidnapped, they were put on ships for like three months and they were starved, they would throw up, they'd be left to like lie around in their own sick in their own, in their own poo and wee and whatnot. Oh. And like obviously some of them would die. If any of them were disobedient, they'd get like a rock tied to their ankle or whatever and thrown overboard and drowned, stuff like that. But even them, that like, don't get me wrong, that is horrific, but that's definitely not the worst of it. Like, and obviously Ma- male, male have- slaves were, so they, slave masters used to take one um, a male slave and rape him in front of all the others and literally like de- destroy his like masculinity destroy his manhood like we did, we didn't even start on this we didn't even do you get what i mean Ugh. that's what i'm saying even like even even sometimes that's what like, the term you see the word like motherfucker it mm-hmm. came from the fact that they used to force slaves to have to go have sex with their mums. oh my like, god i swear I that's where it came that. from i did not know but that. yeah but yeah, that needs a fact check. I don't even know. But I swear that I'm pr- I'm pretty <laughs> oh sure. God. But it does it does I, ring I a bell though. It does ring a bell. Yeah. But it's just like it's just crazy, and it's just like we don't even know like we don't even know the proper details of it, and just the fact that obviously we get shown things like roots and whatnot, and even films like Amistad and Toby is a Slave. To be fair, mm. Toby is a Slave was a very 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 good film. I definitely oh I enjoyed that. it. Yeah, it but was heartbreaking. It, it was. It's really really sad, but oh great film but i think when it comes to slavery and stuff like that i think yeah showing films like roots and stuff is important but that's kind of like a babied watered down version of it really mm-hmm. and truly mm-hmm. um and i think more i think we need to kind of stop focusing on the fact that oh like these black people were helpless and that they didn't want to they almost like couldn't be asked to escape or like when they did escape it always flopped because there was mm-hmm. definitely times so there's definitely like um revolts and stuff that there was yeah. there's so like even if you look at like hate haiti haiti like like, there's the first time I mean. a successful slave revolt oh my gosh literally it's not even a joke like we need more films that are kind of like focused on that side of it where actually slaves did fight back because we didn't want to be enslaved Facts. Do you know what i mean Facts. and Facts. even kind of like even, if like, i'm slave... right they, they they kind of formed like the first like I think I, I might be wrong in it but they had their like own government after like statehood they managed to basically gain statehood after that no i, I might oh, be I have... wrong I can't lie to you, I have no idea. Fat check. But <laughs> yeah, we might have to take that out, yeah. <laughs> but um but even yeah, to be fair, that does sound quite that does sound like it was actually a possibility. Like that yeah, yeah. actually happened. And even even films like have you seen Django? Like Django Jamie Unchained Fox? and and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I think like, I've seen bits like, of it, but like, I haven't seen the whole thing. <laughs> like films like that, like that kind that type of kind of story, like it's just about a guy and like he has to just go i say a guy a slave or whatever and like he goes and rescues his wife or whatever yeah but like that type of story it was kind of like oh like Mm. this guy really fought to go and get Mm. Kerry Washington like he fought (laughs) to go and rescue sis like I think we just need a bit more like resilient stories kind of a bit like that and like maybe stuff on like um, the Haitian revolt and whatnot because it's actually not a joke like Mm. it wasn't just submissive people we didn't just like bow down to oppressors that like, we actually tried to fight for our lives and sadly it just didn't work out because like, we were just outnumbered and didn't have like guns and whatnot and you know, like, all um, of that. literally and you know the story of liberia how it started 
No. Okay. Again, fact check. <laughs> I, I I really learned this like last term, but um, yeah, they were basically like expat expatriated slaves. So basically, they were taken from I'm I'm pretty sure like other parts of West Africa, and then um they came to um America. But I think at the time the law was outlawed. Like it was basically I don't think slavery was like I think they had kind of like outlawed it around that time. So yeah. um I think it's like some of them stayed, but they sent them back to Africa to have their liberty really? and liberia comes from the word liberty yeah and literally oh, so that. so that land is just made up of former like american slaves who who gained their like yeah i'm pretty sure like it's basically repatriated like u.s slaves who were sent back and yeah that's why um when they say africa in africa the only two countries that weren't colonized mm-hmm. was ethiopia and liberia liberia was truly an exceptional case like i just find that crazy that they just sent them back no that actually is nuts like that's mad. I, I didn't know that until this year. I, 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 I was like, no one told me this. That's what I mean. Like, I just found it crazy. I, I just, I was just always told, yeah, library is an exception, but carry on, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, say, I just feel like when it comes to this type of stuff, we're kind of told that uh, it's the type of vibe that we should just go out and research this ourselves. And it's just like, mm. why should I actually have to go research my own history? Like outside of school? Like, why is it like not kind of taught in school when our history mm-hmm. is fundamental in quote white history do you know what i mean 100 percent like, it's actually fundamental but people just like just don't want to ever talk about it and i guess it's because it is a very uncomfortable situation because obviously mm-hmm. when you learn about slavery in school all of a sudden all the white kids are looking at you oh my god let's not even talk about it <laughs> like whenever when, whenever someone's saying like the n-word on um of my um, mm. yeah and like even in that remember the um <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah we went english <laughs> and miss i remember our teacher miss i'm not gonna say her name in it but i remember she said it yeah and she's not a white woman but she's a person of color but she's not black either mm. and she said it and i remember the, me and the girl next to each other were just looking at each other like that i think i looked at you as well and listen, we just didn't know what to do listen and listen literally even that like it's such an uncomfortable situation like, we're laughing oh. about it now but like at the time like it was such an uncomfortable feeling like knowing that or and i'm just thinking oh what are these other white kids just thinking when we're learning about this type of thing so i know it was really uncomfortable but i think it just it just depicts the fact that you know what like the white man was actually was not the savior in this in this circumstance you know what i mean i I don't think people like to be obviously no one wants to be villainized no one ever wants to be the bad guy however what we just what we do need to do is just make um uh i don't have said that i just want to say like make i guess white people like just accept their past like just accept their just accept the yeah. fact that it's, the thing that is, your ancestors yeah. were doing this to us. Like, just if you accept that, accept that, and admit that, and then I think we'll be able to actually get past a whole bunch of things. But because people don't want to accept yeah. that, and just think, oh yeah, that was bad. Oh yeah, that was my ancestor. But it wasn't me, so it doesn't even matter. That like, it's yeah. not the case. It does matter. It matters yeah, to black me. History, it matters to you. Yeah. Like, literally, literally, black history should not mean should not be negated and whitewashed because some white people are uncomfortable. That that's not a right reason. That's not a, a good enough reason to justify it. it's. It's like it, basically an erasure of its existence. Like it gets me so angry, and I just feel like it. It just encourages the whole idea that black people did not have history. Like mm-hmm. it, it. It just encourages again. It upholds white supremacy, but encourages like, like as a black child to to grow up, just thinking like you have no history. 
like or your history started at slavery like mentally what's that gonna do to you like and I spoke about this all the time and this is definitely why my parents sent me back because this is going to foster an identity crisis like Mm -hmm. I'm a child of immigrants I'm a child of immigrants yeah so necessarily black British history is not my history but that's the only thing I can kind of assimilate and and kind of like understand do you get what I mean like Mm -hmm. And that's the, basically the whole reason why I was sent back. And obviously, I learned my own country's history about um, kings, queens, um, empires, not, not being colonized. And honestly, if it wasn't because of that, yeah, one hundred percent, I would have, I would have had an identity crisis at university, one hundred percent, and I wouldn't have been able to cope. I just know it for for sure because it's yeah. just like, oh, just it's just like I can just feel this topic just getting me so angry. Like, I can yeah, just, no, like, it does. It's just, I think. It's just so frustrating, the fact that it's just not taken seriously. And I feel like people just brush it off and think, oh, it's not that deep. It really actually is that deep because at the end of the day, before anything, I am black. Before anything, you're black. Do you know what I mean? And society sees me like that. That's it. I've been been racialized. I've been racialized the minute I was born. That's it. That's it. Like, before anything, we're black. And it's just like to kind of just be so dismissive of our history is so insulting. And, like, and yeah, like you were saying, it is going like, to create a type of identity crisis because you don't know where you come from. You don't know your history. But I feel mm-hmm. like more so it's a bit of a problem in America because them lot, if you ask them where they right. come from, if you say, Have oh, you where are you from? Listen, them, them flipping geography videos where they're saying, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, what flag is this? Or, or, or what country is this? These lot don't know nothing. They don't know anything. That's For like real. outside anything that that um relates to like outside of like america they know nothing about it but even like if you ask them where they come from yeah they'll be like america or they'll say like, what state they're in but if you, in it'll England, be like milwaukee or arkansas yeah. what about your granddaddy arkansas what about before that well i don't know before that somewhere in africa but i don't know where that's what i mean it's stuff like that whereas <sighs> in england i feel like if you ask a black person where they come from twice they're going to tell you a the area and then b the country that they come from do you know what mm, i mean so i feel 100%. like over there it's a bit more of a it's way more of an issue than what I feel like it is over here. But, um, yeah, like, it is. It's so problematic. Right. So, so, so problematic. Even, like, the African-Americans, yeah. It's actually, you know what um, made me more aware of this issue, yeah? You know Clubhouse, you obviously get to interact <laughs> with more of them and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. when they explain it, like, it sounds really dumb, yeah? Basically, I was on, I think I was, like, like on the bus or in a car or something, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I was just listening to um, Burner Boy. I think it was his new album. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, if you're Nigerian, yeah, the way this must hit the, these songs, yeah, just knowing that your artist is doing bits. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know what? This is the same way I, f- um, um, I feel when I listen to Teddy Afro, like one of Ethiopia's biggest um, artists. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, African-Americans, yeah, they obviously, I know they listen to songs like this, yeah. But they, they, don't, they don't have that feeling. Yeah, does it really like, hit like that? Yeah, I don't think it does. Like, like for example, yeah, when you listen to like s- songs from from um, Jamaica, like don't you must feel something like, like especially patriotic songs or something. Yeah. You must feel it like yes, like especially when you think about Jamaica's influence across the whole world. Do you exactly. get what I mean? Like you like, feel proud when you guys see yourself at Olympics. When you see, um, do you know what I mean? People doing, you must feel it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the sense of pride is nuts. Like. But then, mm. like what you said, do Americans actually feel that? One hundred percent, because they they to an extent they have to they even like they represent or they're patriotic to people that enslaved them. Yeah, I think that's, that's just like, crazy. The so effect crazy. on your psyche, like that just that's just mad to me. Like, and like you you're not able to to feel that like that comfortability and somewhere that your grand your grandparents or your great grandparents built by hand, like. 
through their labor through through do you know what i mean through slavery Mm-mm-mm. it just it just like it, that's when it hit me and then when you join these like african-american clubhouse discussions like you you really like understand no obviously i don't want to say understand but you gain a, just a tiny bit of perspective on on what it must be like i couldn't imagine not knowing like where i'm from that like, yeah being like, Ethiopian and growing up in obviously I've grown up in the UK, but being Ethiopian is like it's in, intrinsic to like who I am. Like that's mm-hmm. my DNA. Like I, I love knowing my history. I love being proud of of who I am, where I'm from. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Like it's a thing. Like I'm very, very, very proud to be West Indian, and as and mm. you should, just like you should be proud to be Ethiopian and whatnot. But like it's just so frustrating when our when we're just ignored when our when our history is kind of just whitewashed or like just eradicated or just, you know what I mean? Like it's always 100%. just the case. Like no one ever wants to learn about black history. And it's just so frustrating because black history, like the facts that I read out at the start, how interesting are those facts? Like, I just, <sighs> for real, I just can't even believe it. Like even the whole thing, like the most ancient lineage in the world is the Ethiopian royal family, older than flipping King George the sixth by like 6,000 years. Do you know how insane mm-hmm. that is? Mad in it mad you know what yeah um basically about um um Minilik the second yeah so Ethiopia is the f- uh, only African country that wasn't colonized and um, we fought against the Italians um once and we won and then the second time there was a five-year occupation and then um obviously we, we were just we've just not been colonized people in it but um some people argued that Minilik was um our, our emperor was white and he thought that he was white because, and then in, if I think it was in I think it was someone told me if you see like the um, newspapers published around that time in, in in Europe they kind of assumed he was white because they couldn't accept the fact that for the first time in history um, a black person has overthrown their or overthrown their potential colonizer and I found that crazy and it kind of like it kind of goes into the whole idea of race being a social construct because it's basically about power dynamics. Like, I saw on TikTok, yeah? So I'm just, analog- from one analogy to another analogy, but I saw on TikTok, and it was um, a black Egyptian guy. And this was in the uh, in the 60s. And then, obviously, mm-hmm. Egypt is considered um, to be part of the Middle East and uh, the US census, and Middle Eastern people were considered as white. So when he went to, um, like, do the citizenship thing and everything at the embassy, they registered him as white because he was Egyptian, despite the fact that he was black. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah, I found it crazy, like, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. What's your thoughts on stuff like that? Like, I feel like race actually is just a social construct. Like, it actually means, like, in reality, it actually means nothing. But because it's been, like, politicised mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it's now actually just a thing. Like, okay, yeah, if you look at me, if you look at me, you can see I'm black. If you look at you, you can see that you're black. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If you, look at, if you look at all of our friends, we've got mixed race friends, we've got white friends, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? We've probably got Latin friends, do you know what mm. I mean? So it's just like, it's just like, obviously, when I look at all of us, or just, when I just look at people in general, I just think, okay, rah, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I notice the skin colour, but I, I look past it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's not yeah. a thing for me. And even, like, back in primary school, um I was taught that don't get me wrong I knew that I was black but like when it came to kind of other people I never really I didn't I literally didn't think about it do you yeah yeah like my best friend in primary school was a white girl Mm -hmm. right and I would never describe her as white I was just like I would say light-skinned I never used to use the terms I just used to say yeah like I I just used to say like oh she's like 
the color of like a peach like she's more peachy mm. colored like see that like, in a crea- in, like a crayola um yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. Set, yeah like, that little peachy, orange like, oh. peachy one yeah 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 i was like oh like she's she's like her complexion is quite peachy yeah. like, and, like but i was like she's not white I, I, yeah I, I the innocence of childhood man yeah like i just i just miss things like that and if, and if society was kind of a bit more like that where we didn't actually have like kind of hard firm racial categories like black white asian Latin, yeah do you know what i mean like, i feel like it'd just be a like a, a much more better place but because of like the way the world is and the way the world was as well it's just like it was we can't we can't power. be like that anymore we can't because obviously yeah. like, we understand all lives matter of course all lives matter but to suggest that black lives don't and we just kind of gloss over it like do you know what I mean? Of course, all life is precious. Of course, like, yeah, we understand it. But at this moment in time, it's black lives that are suffering. Yeah. Do you get what exactly. I mean? Consistently subjugated. Always, um, un- you know what I mean? Always oppressed, like... <sighs> always undermined. Like, always, like, even with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, whenever so- another racial group is struggling, it's always, ah, oh, give this the same energy you gave to Black Lives Matter. Shut the F up, like, and that's honestly. And that's why people of colour are not our allies. This is yeah, exactly. not always. They're not always Sorry, our allies. We can't just take it for granted. 100%. It's actually not even a joke. Like, just when I just see things like that, I just think, really? Like, why Why must you kind of almost undermine, like, our movement to kind of, like, um, uplift your own? It's just, like, it's just so problematic. It's just, like, if, if, let's say, Asian people or, like, South Asians or whatever mm. or Eastern Asians, if they had their own movements, you think I wouldn't be pushing that? Of course I would be. 100%. You, you know what they're doing to Uyghur Muslims in China? That's that's what I mean. Like, it, oh, it's just so frustrating. If there was a proper, like, proper, proper movement, like, I, I don't want to say proper movement to undermine all the movements that no, there currently course, are for, course, those, for those minorities. I want to make that clear. But as in, like, you see how like, there's Black Lives Matter? Like, mm-hmm. if there was, like, other movements for other racial groups um, and ethnic groups like that, I would definitely be pushing it. Yeah, 100%. And, I, and to be fair, I do still push other little minor movements as well. Like when I see stuff and it's, it's about racial injustice um, against like Asians or whatnot, mm-hmm. or like the Muslims that like you said in China, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, I'll, I'll definitely like promote that and I'll and I'll retweet it or whatever I post on an Instagram story mm-hmm. or whatnot. But like when you're kind of undermining ours, or not even undermining ours, but when you're just being like, oh yeah, like um you can support Black Lives Matter, why can't you support such and such? It just makes me, it just puts me, it now actually puts me off um supporting whatever you're trying I get to support. You. Do you I know get what I'm saying? You. Yeah. It gets my back up a little bit. It's just like, oh, but well, do I even want to support you now? Because you're all here trying to say, trying to talk smack about Black Lives Matter. No, one literally one hundred percent. And you know, and you know what is it? If we kind of just go back to, because literally, what you're speaking facts in it. If we kind of go back to things that we never learned at school, yeah. If this was part of the curriculum, I guarantee you, like, I really feel like um, attitudes towards race. I think definitely mm-hmm. people will be more understanding and more compassionate because, like, if yeah, you're if you're sure. teaching them at school, like it's not the white white people do not come in um do you know what i mean save africans from their own barbarity and their own incivility like do you know what i mean if we mm. if, if we have if we if we start with that as a starting point at least then people will <laughs> understand like okay this is why um this is why racial oppression is a problem like of course um, um britain was complicit in in all in, do, you know, do you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, i think it wouldn't be so hard to change people's attitudes do you know what i mean because at the 100%. end of the day yeah i'm i'm not silly like not everyone is edl edl like no obviously obviously not there's a lot of um i respect a lot of white allies who understand who who, who get the cause mm. and um who do a lot of work and stuff with um, for the culture um, let me not say for the culture, for the community, rather. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
yeah there's just some that just don't get it yeah I feel like you're right if if it was actually taught properly in schools um people be putting two and two together a lot more like people that should be understanding um what's actually going on and why kind of the world is the way it is and it's just like we need to just stop this whole narrative of white people coming over to flipping Africa mm. or like the Caribbean or anywhere else and just saving people by teaching them English um teaching them how to be Christians like we need to just stop this whole flipping narrative because it's all literally just a lie like English was actually forced upon people and for the same merchants that are out here saying oh yeah if we never won um World War Two or whatever we'd be speaking German this in the same rule applies for for flipping like the West Indies a lot of the countries over there they speak English Jamaica period, in Jamaica they period, speak English period. you know what I'm saying Bare of them countries, they speak English. And although, like, I guess, like, the native language over in the West Indies would, te- would be, like, Creole, and obviously mm. different islands have their mm-hmm. own different um variation of Creole, what about them? Mm-hmm. Just, like, maybe if they, like, if if they won the whatever, well, there was no war, but if they weren't enslaved or whatever, they'd still be speaking Creole, their, their own language. That's Just, like, so same true. way oh we're gosh. over here in England still speaking English, English because we won the war. Period. Like, it's the same thing, but people just don't understand it. And it's just, like oh it just, it just infuriates me it's just like as if England is just this this angelic island that um taught the world everything we we call it like I feel like the word colonize has been um just given like a real good meaning as if it's like it's a good thing oh yeah we colonized the world like colonial so you know where it gives me yeah. like um like the commonwealth as well that term like those terms give me like you know what it is it's it's like a soft version of imperialism basically mm-hmm. do you get what i mean yeah. it's 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 a term that doesn't necessarily make people that uncomfortable anymore do you get what i mean mm-hmm. um because it britain it was an imperialist nation man at, at one point owned what basically like occupy one third of the world right one third of the yeah it's that, not, it's yes. that crazy and, and people will say that as a big proud fact you know they, yeah like, that... but it's, it's it's inhumane when you think about it yeah, but I think it's just been glamorized. It's just like, oh yeah, we used to own one third of the world. Ha ha he he. We used to go and invade the Caribbean. Ha ha he he. And take home some sugar, um, uh, take home some rum or whatever. It's just stuff like that. And I feel like because it's just, it has actually just been glamorized, and it is just, um, and it is just that kind of fact of oh yeah, all England used to do was that you go to India, go and take tea, go to the Caribbean, go and take rum, go to Africa and go and take minerals. It was almost as if like they paint out that these colonizers asked to take those things when they didn't they 100%. raped for it they killed for it they pillaged for it let's, like, let's stop being silly 100%. like they did not go over there and make deals with these people no one signed no contracts there was no handshakes there was no nothing if anything they were just shot they were mm. just shot they were hung and you know they like, love they to say chased. they love to say yeah the african chiefs they love to spare the blame african chiefs also sold people of their they love to place emphasis like when i learned that in school yeah i was they made mm. they made that such a big point like it wasn't just us it wasn't just us yeah. they wanted to sell them too do you know what i mean they're partly to blame yeah because you even like with the whole you see every now and then like or like back in secondary school they'd be the whole africa versus caribbean thing yeah, or yeah. and all like that and what the african kids used to say to the caribbean kids was oh you lot were just to kidnap slaves and what the caribbean kids would sometimes <laughs> say back as well you lot um sold us into slavery I remember you lot that. Chief sold it's us. literally dividing us literally like yeah it's all about divide and conquer <laughs> well, i remember yeah so one babe must have said yeah um why didn't you lot come back for us <laughs> Like we're laughing about it now, but it's actually not funny. Like, it's actually not even funny. Like it's actually no joke. Like, and it's just yeah, it's just the whole shifting of the blame. Like if people were actually held accountable for their actions and for their roles and these heinous crimes, it would not be. Oh, I don't want to say it wouldn't be that deep, 
but I feel like society, society in general would just be like a much better place. Like we'd be a lot further down. We'd be a I lot further down. I promise you, like this whole issue of racism. I promise you, don't get me wrong. It would still be an issue, but it wouldn't be as much of an issue as where it is today. If if stuff was properly, and if like things weren't um, eradicated or rewritten or hidden somewhere or Period. whatnot. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, literally facts, literally. And you know what? It's kind of um, reminded me of yeah, um, kind of like the whole idea of like China kind of being like a neo-colonial identity mm-hmm. in Africa and uh, Caribbean. Yeah, especially in Jamaica. Like, I think Boy. Yeah, oh my God. I've heard, I've heard a lot of stories. And um, basically like the whole idea of like Congo and like the whole idea of like, like debt trap diplomacy where um, they'll purposely put them in debt, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, in something that they just can't pay off. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And like organisations like the IMF and the World Bank are, are complicit and basically that basically yeah china has an economic stronghold over africa and the caribbean i just i just want to see how that play out in the next few years like Mm -hmm. i just think will be quite interesting like do you get what i mean considering we're in a in a in in a post-colonial world do you get what i mean yeah we're actually i want to see how that's gonna play out we're actually not in a post-colonial world really and truly it's just got a bit more um covert that's all yeah it's got a bit more it's palatable now yeah colonialism yeah that's that's just that's just what it is and it's just such a shame because even like with the whole thing like you said the chinese being in africa and the caribbean they have no business being over there that's that's our lands Mm. for our people leave it alone like Mm. i mean there's a lot of but people talk about like obviously um development being a really key issue and like for example um let's say mining they may not necessarily have like the mining resources Mm -hmm. or the mining um enough people to work in that industry mm-hmm. and then obviously exporting importing people like from from china and stuff can definitely aid with that yeah and if it's a win-win situation again obviously i have my um doubts 100%. but um yeah definitely like obviously we can't write it off completely but there's like you said there's definitely there's doubts a in there. intention there of course there yeah. is like there's always like yeah. an ulterior um, motive i don't know it. if it's 100 mm, i don't know if it's necessarily malicious but there's definitely yeah, it's not it's not all that it seems for sure. We don't we don't because obviously we we will do an episode on um basically when at one point of going back to your own country and mm-hmm. and, and what that means. Yeah, and definitely we could definitely talk about it there more. Yeah, I just feel like people think that colonizers were just doing things just for the sake of it, just to help out all these poor barbaric nations that could not speak no English that had uh, beastly religions with like hundred and one gods. Like that's that's what people actually think it is. They just think that these colonizers 100%. just wanted to help us out. No, they didn't. They didn't. It's all a flipping lie, and like it, <laughs> the sooner that this lie, it was all a lie. It was the sooner that this lie stops being spread, the better. I'm so serious. 100%. I'm so serious. Like, it's just so, it's just so sad. It's so infuriating. You can just tell by the passion in our voices how much this annoys <laughs> us. <laughs> but on that note, yeah, we definitely need to implement Black history in the Black curriculum into schools. Yeah, I feel like that's just it. That is the end note. There we go. That's it. There we go. But anywho, thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to follow and share the podcast as well. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. If you have any suggestions, feel free to drop us a DM and remember to stay blessed.